Welcome to the First Time Bible Teacher Podcast, a podcast brought to you by brianrhiggins.com. In today's episode, we are talking about the teacher being the kind of person who's able to teach the Word of God well. This is one of many elements we're going to talk through about Bible teaching, and hopefully today's conversation will encourage you and help guide you in that right direction towards becoming the teacher God wants you to become. Welcome to the first episode of the First Time Bible Teacher Podcast. A lot of firsts going on. I'm Brian Higgins, and I am very excited to get the chance to uh, be able to start this journey with you and talk through a little bit of, of what it really means to teach the Bible and, and give some tips on how to do it well. Uh, but in today's episode, we're beginning with the teacher, just starting with the kind of person uh, and, and really the kind of mindset um, that's needed to be able to teach the Bible well and in a way that uh, accurately um, portrays the heart of Jesus uh, to our listeners. Um, first, I just want to encourage teaching is an incredibly high calling. It's something that's so important, um, that's so wonderful. Uh, it's something I think that is easy to look down on. Um, it's something that I think a lot of people, uh, they they have these different conceptions and ideas about um Bible teaching, and maybe sometimes there's this sense of rigidity around it of like, oh, it's this old tradition. It's this thing that's been happening for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. And, you know, it, what place does it have? I, I believe there will always be a place for good Bible teaching. People are always going to be looking for good Bible teachers um, because it's something that God has set up. It's something that God has um, commanded in Scripture. It's something that um, makes sense that churches have been built around for a couple thousand years. Um, good Bible teaching, I think, will never go away. It will always be something that is needed uh, and that is extremely important. I know that uh, when I think about my own life, so many incredibly meaningful moments of spiritual formation have centered on Bible teaching, on people that um, were willing to take the time to prepare to teach the Bible well. Um, and just to get things ready for me to be able to uh, listen and receive and to watch the Lord work in that time. Teaching and teachers are extremely important. Um, I think one of the things that's important to think about right from the beginning is that by entering the ranks of Bible teaching, it means that you are becoming an example. Um, so one of the things that's important to think about with the Bible today is most people form their opinion of the Bible through a method they use for nothing else. So most of the time, you form your opinion through personal experience. I decide that a sports team is bad because I watch them play and I can tell that they're bad. I form an opinion of the fact that I like this movie or don't like this movie because I watch it for myself. And I engage with it personally, and that begins to shape my opinion. Um, we do the same with music, with food, with places, you know, all these different things. We form our opinions of them based on our own personal experience, often except the Bible. A lot of people's opinion of the Bible is not informed or shaped by any kind of personal experience with that text or with scripture or with the Bible itself. Most people, they hear about the Bible, but they don't engage with the Bible personally. And this is true even in the church. Um, there are very few people, 
even in churches right now that have active Bible reading habits that um, really make sure that they are setting the time aside to be able to engage with the Bible for themselves. And that's kind of a scary thing. That's a, an interesting moment that we're in where people are abandoning that idea of personally engaging with the Bible. Um, but it does mean a couple different things. It means that by becoming examples, we become part of how people shape their opinion of the Bible. That a lot of people will look at Bible teachers and will say, so that's what Christians are really like. And I know that there are times where I look at my life and I think if everyone thought that this is what Christians are like, that might not be the best thing. And maybe that's what you think as you look at your own life. Um, it's it's almost worse if you went the other way. Like if you really thought like, yeah, if everybody thought Christians were like me, that'd be great. Like that may also be, you know, a bad way of looking at yourself, but it's important to remember that before we even get into how to teach, the first thing people are evaluating is the teacher, not the teaching. They're first going to look at that person and say, is that the kind of person I think I could follow? Is that the kind of person I think Jesus would look at and say, yeah, that's the guy. I totally agree with that person. I totally agree with that um, the way that they live their lives, um, we are formed by examples. And part of that is remembering then that when we go to teach the Bible, we become examples for other people. And so we need to make sure that we have the right heart. And so I want to talk a little bit now about just the heart of a Bible teacher. Um, to begin with, good teachers are those who are good students, Good teachers are those who are good students. One of the reasons why I wanted to get into Bible teaching was because I found in my own personal time, God was speaking so powerfully through his word. I just wanted people to know about it. I just wanted people to be able to hear about it. I wanted to be able to share that experience and to be able to go to people and kind of say, hey, you've got to check this out. This thing is amazing. Like, I need to tell you about, you know, the life of David, or I need to tell you about 1 Corinthians. Like, the Bible was just so alive to me that I wanted to share it. And one of the temptations is that as time goes on, the Bible becomes the script by which you perform and not the book that you just deeply, deeply love. Um, the heart of a Bible teacher and, and the heart that God wants for Bible teachers is that same just excited student sharing something that they found that just like, I found this and it is incredible and it is changing my life. You've got to hear about this. If we ever go to teach the Bible, whether it's in front of a congregation or whether it's just in a conversation at a restaurant, if it doesn't come from that heart of, you've got to hear this, this is amazing. If, if it doesn't come from that place, then it may just be a performance or it may just be something we think we're supposed to say. And, and that's a really dangerous place um, for someone to teach from. Uh, the other thing about the heart of a teacher is I always uh, thought of teaching as a way to have authority or a way to prove that you were good. So a lot of times when we think of good Christians, quote unquote, um, we think of those who are in church authority. We think of pastors, we think of elders, we think of, 
you know, church leaders, you know, those are the people we think of, oh, those are the good Christians. And so I grew up in church and I looked at people who were pastors and teachers and I thought, well, I want to be a good Christian, so maybe I should try to be like them. Um, and one of the things that's very important to think about in teaching, um, teaching doesn't make you better. You know, Jesus taught the idea of the upside down kingdom, that those who are great are really servants of all. Um, and so teaching should never be seen as an act of authority or status or anything like that. Rather, teaching should, first of all, be seen as an act of service. Teaching is one of the ways that we humble ourselves and say we want to make sure that the people in front of us have the best understanding of God as possible. Um, Teaching doesn't make you a better Christian. Teaching doesn't make you more loved by God. Um, And that is a very subtle temptation because we normally look at people and say they are something that they do. You know, so when when I meet people and they say, oh, what do you do? I say, I am a pastor. I don't say I am a person who pastors, you know, because we don't do that with any other job. You wouldn't go up to, you know, a pilot and have them say, I am a person who flies planes. They would just say, I'm a pilot. You know, we naturally associate ourselves with the thing that we do. Um, And that's really, really dangerous when it comes to Bible people, Bible people, um, Bible teachers, It's dangerous with Bible teachers because we start to associate our worth and our value and our identity with something that should be this second experience. The first experience as I've experienced the word of God for myself, and now the second experience is I want to share it with you. And when that second experience of sharing replaces that first experience of just receiving and remembering first and foremost, I'm just a child of God. I just want to be able to share that with other people. When when we get those experiences flipped, we end up in all sorts of trouble and all sorts of danger. So we want to make sure we have that right heart so that we can be good teachers. So that becomes, you know, the main question. What is teaching success? I remember uh, lots of different conversations with people that I work with at church, um, just asking, what is a successful service? What does a successful church look like? It's difficult because it's not like a sport where like at the end of a Sunday, a football team knows if they've won or lost. You know, we don't necessarily get to see that. We don't get to watch immediate results. Um, So we need to make sure that we have that clear question in mind. What is it that constitutes teaching success? Um, And the first thing that is not teaching success is good sounding messages. A good sounding message is great. I, I strive for that. I work for that. I am literally thinking right now about how this podcast is sounding to you. However, if the only thing that matters is that my message sounded good, you can have all the right parts and illustrate things well and even teach a passage of scripture accurately and completely miss the heart that you're trying to share. Bible teaching is about spiritual formation, and we can do all of these different great teaching maneuvers and tactics, and um, we can outline well and apply well and cross-reference well and give this total great message in the complete wrong heart, and people will see right through that. 
what we're really trying to do is take people and shape them more into the image of Jesus. We're trying to convey the message of the Bible in a way that people are going to take and receive and believe deeply and live out in their everyday life. So if I were to, you know, all, all of, not even just using myself as example, all the way that we think about teaching just in general, teaching only matters if people learn. You know, you can have this great presentation about how to tie your shoes, but if your kid still doesn't know how to do it and is tripping over themselves all the time, you can't say, my presentation was great. What ultimately matters is people taking in the knowledge and living differently because of it. You know, if the best piloting teacher in the world, I don't know why I keep going to pilots. Maybe I want to fly. I don't know. Maybe I'm learning something about myself right now. But if you just go to pilot school and this one amazing piloting teacher is able to give you this incredible presentation that shows you all these different things about flying, and yet seven of his students have thrown planes into the sides of mountains, we wouldn't keep calling that guy the best teacher. And the same is true with Bible teaching. If we're just saying all the right things, but no one's life is being shaped to be more like Jesus, then we're not really teaching well. Or at the very least, our goal is off. We're thinking that, well, I put my notes together right, and I understood the passage, and everything I said was accurate, and yet we may have missed the goal entirely. And so that's, I think, one of the places where the idea of Bible teaching really steps outside of just a normal Sunday. That it's not just about how am I sharing the word in a way that is meaningful or interesting or helpful. Um, You know, we can get caught up in all these different things, but are you teaching something that is really creating spiritual formation? Now, that works in a couple different ways. Um, Most of all, that works over time. That's not something that you're going to be able to see right away, but it does create the criteria by which you judge what you would and would not say. Um, So if I'm just trying to say everything that I know about a particular movie, that's one conversation I could have. But if I'm trying to convince someone why they should like that movie, that completely changes the way that I'm going to go about that conversation. And so if we're just trying to convince people of what we know of the Bible, that's one thing. But that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to impress people with our knowledge. We're trying to lead people into knowledge for themselves. So fair warning right from the beginning. A verse that every teacher should have in mind is James chapter 3, verse 1. Let not many of you become teachers, for you will receive stricter judgment. That's a harsh verse. It's true, though. It's something we need to be careful of. If becoming a Bible teacher is just a status symbol that we're putting on our resume or whatever, that's a really dangerous thing. Being a Bible teacher can be walking down a very difficult road. You're going to learn to love people and care for people, or hopefully you're going to learn to love people and care for people um, in ways they may not return. You're going to put a lot of effort into things that may not work out the way that you thought they would. You're going to watch a lot of things not break the way that you were expecting. And yet, I want to assure you, because Bible teaching is so incredibly important, God does a wonderful work of honoring those who teach the Bible. As long as our heart is fixed on Him and as long as we remain those good students. So, 
Hopefully this was an encouragement to you. Hopefully as you're thinking through all this, you're not saying, maybe Bible teaching is not for me. No, I think Bible teaching is for a lot more people um, than may be thinking that right now. I think there are a lot of untapped people that have so much ability to be able to teach the Bible well. They just need to get going with it. Um, But it begins in those two things. It becomes first remembering that teaching is not some status symbol about the person. It's not some accomplishment that you take on. Rather, it's just this one activity that you do. It's something where when we are good students of Scripture, that should naturally pour out into sharing those things with others. But it should make us ask, do we have that right kind of heart? Um, I don't think we'll ever come to a place where we will say, my heart is in the perfect place to be able to teach Scripture. But before we dive into specifics, I felt it was really important to begin and at least lay out some of these things so that you can be praying through them, so that you can be thinking through, Lord, where does my heart stand with you? Am I really in the place where my desire to teach is coming from a a pure motive and from a good place and from a desire to be helpful, or am I seeing this as something selfish? Hopefully, as you think that through, you'll be able to see uh, the Lord groom you to be that kind of person. Hopefully, through good teaching, you'll be spiritually formed to that point where you are in that right spot and you'll be ready and equipped to teach God's word well. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully what you heard today encouraged and motivated you towards becoming that kind of Bible teacher the Lord wants you to be. Uh, Hopefully the Lord will use this in big ways. So if you liked anything you heard, please pass this along to different friends of yours. They can subscribe on iTunes. This is a new podcast and we're looking to get the word out any way that we can. If you're looking for any more information, you can go to my website, brianrhiggins.com, where I write about a lot of these subjects, uh, and they can learn a little bit more about the podcast there as well. Um, May the Lord bless you in your teaching, and I'll see you next time.